You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today our focus is on Broadford and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by our correspondent there, Martin Cooper. Martin, you're very welcome. Hello Jim, nice to talk to you again. Martin, I I gather um, in the hall in Broadford uh, there's work underway there. That's right, yeah, as, as we, we've spoken about the hall over the last few years, and it's un, undergone, as you know, uh, or un, underwent a ma- major refurbishment there a few years ago. But I think we're entering the final stages of that now. So, um, as we've talked about before, there's an annex uh, up the, at one end of the hall, which has uh, had, had many uses over the years, and I, I believe many years ago it was the changing rooms for the for Board Hurling Club. Um and uh, but but not not for some time, uh, especially since it's it's in a it has been in a pretty bad state inside for for many a year now, and and effectively unusable. The roof was replaced a couple of years back, um, so that got it weather tight and, and removed the old asbestos roof. But now work has started to refurbish the inside so that we can make it available for um, community use. Yes. Um, so so that that started last week. Probably go on for a few months. Um, and we're uh, most grateful to the, the, the grant aid that was received received for that from the uh, Community Investment Fund. Fund. All thanks to Joe Carey and all our other local representatives who helped to push that through. And that was finally awarded um, by, by Heather Humphreys some, some time ago. So, so good news on that front. Great, great that that's now started. Yes, and the hall is in fabulous. We've done a few programmes there and, you know, it's in fabulous condition. And uh, it's one of those buildings that's much bigger when you go inside than it looks from the outside. But it's a great a great facility to have right in the centre of the village. It is, yeah. It's nice and bright and airy now. Um, it's got good, good lighting and, and a new floor in there. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good space, very good space indeed. We're very lucky. And another space you have, I know you've been talking about it before, is Kilban Church, where um, there isn't mass celebrated much anymore, but uh, it's in use, uh, it's in community use, and there's an event, I gather, coming up soon. There is, yes. Um, they, they, the good, good use is made of the church. And, and, and as we said before, it's a beautiful building. It's, uh, and it's been beautifully restored. Um, but it is still used, um, and uh, there's a craft fair on the 26th of November, so all set for, for Christmas. And uh, it's a craft fair that's being run by the, the craft group that meets there every Thursday. Uh, and they'll be uh, selling uh, locally made crafts, including wreaths and, and cards and, and, and various other uh, items which, which will be good for Christmas. Um, so I'd encourage anyone to, to go along, um, and, and if, if for no other reason than to, to go and see the wonderful work that's been done in, inside that church to, to renovate it and bring it up to um, you know an, an immaculate standard. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it, it is great, and I know we've talked about it before, Martin, but uh, it's, it's brilliant that... Uh, the church hasn't been just left derelict and left to, you know, to fall down. Uh, because I mean, something with the the heritage of the that the church has there going back over a long period. It's great to see it's uh, it's still in community use. It is, and, and and it's all thanks to the community there that uh, put so much time and effort 
into in, into to making sure that the, the building is maintained and as, as I say restoring it. And it's and it's also such a beautiful setting as well. I mean, it, it doesn't get much better than that. It's it's absolutely stunning. Yes. Okay. And I suppose you know when we think of Broadford, we think of GEA and Camogie, but uh, the the year is is I suppose beginning to wind down now now that we're in November. But um, I'll tell you, uh, you had a great win in the Junior A. We did, yes. Um, you know, we, we had a, 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 a good run at it uh, and found ourselves in the final against uh, Tony Quinn uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't think anyone was, would dare call that match beforehand. Um, you know, obviously, Tony Quinn's a, a, a great club and a great side. And, uh, I, you know, I think it was 50-50, I have to say, but this was, was the, the general move, I think, um, before the match. And uh, it was, originally, it was going to be played in uh, Cusa Park. That was the, that was the original uh, fixture. Um, and uh, it was moved to Clare Castle, much to the delight of my son, my son Sam, who, who, who played on the team. Yes. And... Uh, uh, he, I think he would have been somewhat nervous about hanging cues apart. Um, so, so maybe that was an advantage there. But anyway, they 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 played in Tech Castle and uh, they had a, 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 a very good win against Tony Quinn. Tight there at times, uh, and uh, there was only a few points in it during the first half. But uh, in the second half, I think Broadwood really came alive and uh, we came out came out the victors. So that was it was great and. Uh, and lots of celebrations afterwards. Oh, I can imagine, and probably will be celebrations over Christmas with medal presentations and uh, all that kind of thing. So uh, brilliant to see uh, a championship coming to East Clare. Yes, it was brilliant. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. And you, and, I uh, you, yeah. Go ahead, Martin. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, because the, just just the, the day before that, we had the other fourteen B final against uh, Newmarket and Fergus, which. Uh, I have to say that the, the Broadford lads put in an excellent performance, um, but Newmarket and Fergus were very strong, and uh, and I have to say deserved deserved uh, of their victory. So, so it was great to come up with the junior A's with a win because uh, the four teams, you know, it was was, uh, was I can say sad, but disappointing, but uh, not not for the want of uh, brilliant effort by the team and all their trainers. Yes. So uh, we're mighty proud of them for getting to the final, I have to say. Very good. That's good. Um, and your um, yeah, under-21s are still involved, of course. Of course, yeah. There's a couple of championships still still going on. So under-21 started a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we had a, a, a good win, win there against Karteen Milik. And uh, we face Newmarket on Fergus tomorrow. So we shall see. I'm looking forward to that match as well. Yes. And uh, the under-16s are doing well as well. We had a win against the Banner last Saturday. And uh, um, their next match is against Tulla, which uh, I, I, I know is going to be a hotly contested match. Yes. So uh, lots not to look forward to. Very good. That's excellent. And uh, your Camogie team also... Uh, had a victory in over the last uh, week or two. We did, yes. Uh, the the um, the intermediates won the uh, the shield final uh, again. Another another really good match and very close uh, against Diana Kilimona, uh out there in um, in Ennis. So uh, yeah, it was a good win for them and uh, delighted for them. But uh, as as with all these things, it's it's 
it's training, 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 and and, uh, and and dedication from the players and the management team that, that gets you that far. So, so all hats off to them. They did a, a brilliant job, and uh, we're delighted for their win. Very good. And I gather the Camogie Club, um, they're heating up on the fundraising side of things. Exactly. You know, as, as with all these things, nothing happens without uh, funding. So it was the, the perennial issue of, of funding. So, but, but you might as well have some fun along the way. So um, uh, tonight we have the, the Camogie Curry Night in, in Bohon's Bar with uh, music from John O'Regan. So uh, always a good event. And uh, um, it'll be it'll be fun, and uh, and hopefully people will be well fed all the way. So we're looking forward to that. Great stuff, good stuff. And now I suppose on a different uh, note, maybe to close, I gather there's a proposal to uh, put a wind farm on the hill overlooking Broadford, and um, several, in fact, several proposals, in fact. Yes. Um, and the, the, the one that's been got the most attention at the moment is the uh, one in Nokshanbo, which is between Broadford and Oakfield. Um, and there's a couple of developments being proposed for that area. Uh, and they stretch almost, uh, stretch effectively from uh, the edge of Broadford, uh, Gort Bakulin, out to the 12 o'clock hills. Yes. So, so that, that uh, whole ridge... They're literally from Broadford uh, almost almost to Torpid, say, um, would be um, populated with, with, with wind turbines. Yes. One of the issues, apparently, is that these wind turbines would be the biggest in the country, 180 metres high, apparently. Good God. Uh, so uh, it's a significant um, development, and obviously uh, a lot of people are concerned. Um, obviously, yeah, and a lot of people are probably for it as well because you know we 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 can't deny that the climate is changing and we have to do things um, differently and we have to look at alternative energy sources. But there's you know two two arguments to every case, so yes. there are certainly those that are probably for it. And I also think that the the community that are against such things are um, actively. Um, ramping up their opposition. So there's a few groups on Facebook, uh, I think, say, the 12 o'clock hills and uh, Broadford and Oakfield uh, community against wind farms action group. So, yes. um, you know, there's a, it's, it's, a long, it's a long road ahead to wh- whichever decision uh, comes out at the end of the day. Um, and... Uh, yeah, because it's it's, it's an, a, an, an emotive issue for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful part of of East Clare, that whole area around Broadford. I mean, we're always admiring it when we're down covering games in Broadford. You know, it's it no place competes with it in terms of scenery, and you know when you're know, that, looking this, around. This is and one it, of the and of course one of the issues yeah. that across you. And uh, your your neighbours um, your neighbours uh, you know over Kilkitchen Way have have developed the twelve o'clock hills as a a fabulous walking route as well. So that's right. It's difficult to see how the twelve o'clock hills would would really I, I don't want to use the word survive, but but at least during the construction of these wind farms, um, I think access to that those hills will be curtailed because one one of the turbines is is right opposite. The Sunyata um, 
the treatment centre. Yes. And uh, I, as I understand it, that uh, I think they they would seriously have to consider the viability of their of their operation there because you know you're trying to run a a retreat centre um, in you know in, in the peace and tranquility of of, of the Tolbert Hills there, and then there's literally a wind farm a few hundred yards from the building as as I read the map. Yes, um, I know. But uh, so it's you know it's it's and these things are huge. So you know so if, if you if you have if any of your listeners have um, you know either a supportive or or objective of these things, I think it's something that you know. Look in the local papers for the, the planning notices. Look online for information, and 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 help make your case either way. Whatever your your thoughts are. Okay. Okay, Martin. I'm sure that's something we'll hear much more about uh, in the coming months, and uh, you know, and even further ahead. And as you said, it's a long road, but uh, we'll watch it with interest. Mark Cooper, our correspondent in Broadford, many thanks for joining us uh, and let us know all the stuff that's going on in Broadford. And um, we'll be back to you um, before Christmas to see what delights you have for us then. Will do. Thank you very much, Jim. Martin, thank you. God bless. Now.